For that song, what you were just singing. Throw out the lifeline is the same thing as planting the seed. Amen? It's the same thing. If, so, if you were on a boat and somebody's in the water and they're drowning, why wouldn't we throw them a lifeline, right? And yet how many folks are going to be in eternity real, real soon? Think about that. It says, uh, soon will the sea, the last verse said, soon will the season of rescue be o'er, and soon will they drift to eternity's shore. Now, that's convicting right there, Brother Neil. Uh, I got more work to do. Work for the night is coming. Right? Come on now. Amen. Let's go take our Bibles, please, to 3 John. Bibles to 3 John, please. We made it halfway through this letter last week. No promises to finishing it, but we'll see what God does. Amen. (laughs) 3 John. Let's just ver- read verse 9 where we left off last week. The Bible says here, 3 John and verse 9. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. God, I anticipate you doing some great things, Lord, in my heart tonight. And through the teaching of your word, God, you're going to reveal some things and teach us and give us truth tonight. And I look forward to it. God, I desire to be fed. I desire to be fed from the Word. And I believe those here tonight do as well. And I pray, God, please, that you would do that at this time. Thank you for your, for, Lord, your teaching of the Word and for what you do. And I ask you to strengthen our church because of it. And, uh, Lord, would you bless us now tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Third John, as I began last week, I was giving you a little bit of intro here, and, and it is only 14 verses, and uh, it's, it is easy for us to pass over a shorter book of the Bible and not put as much importance to it. Uh, again, uh, oftentimes someone might skip over the minor prophets because they're shorter, they're smaller, but minor just means that the letter, the, the book is, is shorter in length. Uh, but even Obadiah uh, the shortest one. Uh, don't let us not let us not do that to the Word of God. Let us not assume something as as uh, not as important. God gave us these letters in the in the back end here, the, the towards the end of the New, of the New Testament. He gave it to us on purpose. And I have to consider as uh, as he says here, I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. That John was writing a letter to the church that it might have been another letter like as in Paul writing to Corinth or Paul writing to the Philippians or whatnot. And, and obviously God, it was not his will and not his intention to make that letter become part of Scripture. In fact, rather he wanted a letter to a man here, a letter to Gaius to be uh, part of Scripture and praise God for that. The Lord says, let, let, let us remember this now. The Lord says uh, several times, but I'm thinking about Psalm chapter 12 right now, that he will preserve his word forever. So when someone starts criticizing the word of God or saying, well, we can't know that or, or it doesn't matter which version and this thing and that thing. No, God has preserved his word. And praise God for it. There's been a lot of other letters written. Uh, Solomon, the wisest man ever to live, you think he only wrote a few books? 
No, he wrote a lot of stuff. I, I, we've referenced different things. The book of Enoch or this thing or that thing. And God said, no, this is what Scripture, this is what I'm putting uh, my power to, this is what I want. Everything else is man-made and just historical. Amen? Let's remember that. All right, good. So here we have this letter written to a man named Gaius. And Gaius is somebody that John trusts that he can write to and get this message to this church that, uh, that he was not able to write to as a whole. And uh, we remember this man, Diotrephes, who seems to be pushing his way into authority, or if he had already given a realm of authority, he's making his way, his will, his intentions come to pass. All right, And so uh, the word preeminence, it means to uh, be superior or the love of being superior, the love, the, the, the desire to be first place here. And, uh, and he's not receiving uh, them at all. Uh, as, I, as I consider this, I'm wondering a few things here. Was Satan at work here? Satan always tries to destroy the Word of God and, or to, do, uh, to make it uh, seem less important or to get rid of it. Consider the, what we know of the Word of God. When, what did Satan, the first, thing, what, the first thing he did in the garden, didn't he? He said, hath God said? He tried to get Eve to doubt the Word of God, did he not? Think about uh, in the book of Jeremiah. Wasn't there a king taking his pocket knife out and, and cutting pieces of, of what Jeremiah had written and throw it, in, throw it in, the, in the fire? Didn't he do that? That's Bible. Right? We remember that. Okay? And what did God do? He said, Jeremiah, you take out a scroll and you rewrite it. I'll give you the words to say. Because my word's going to be preserved. Amen? Amen? They've tried uh, different things. You know from, from the different manuscripts and looking at history and all that. Some people have tried to take a little bit of this and a little bit of this and put it all together and mud, muddy down the waters and all that. And God said, no, I'm going to preserve my word. Amen. Praise God for the King James Version. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Look at verse 10 here, please. Wherefore, if I come, I will remember his deeds which he doeth, prating against us with malicious words, and not content therewith, neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that he that would, that would, and casteth them out of the church. So here this man, again, he's saying, anybody who's coming along in the name of the Lord and, and for the gospel's sake, we saw that in verse number 7, that these people are traveling, whether missionaries or evangelists, or, or whatever they're doing, he's not receiving them. He's not help. He's not saying, "Hey, well, I'll give you a place to stay, or or I'll let you come in the church, and uh, uh, let's hear about what the work is that you're doing." He's not receiving them whatsoever. And in fact, those that want to, he's speaking out against them and pushing them out of the church. Okay, uh, that is not that's not the spirit of God. Now, I don't agree with everybody that's ever preached the gospel. But what, what business do I got saying, no, I'm not going to, I'm not, you're, you're not worthy. Any, church, you are, people are welcome in church, amen? We ought to receive them, we ought to help them, we ought to encourage them. And I can't encourage everything that everybody ever did. But I can be a, a kind person, amen? Because Jesus is kind, amen? Let's just, let's just remember that. I am not, let me just say this real quick, I am not for 
these so-called men of God and people that uh, are on the internet bashing everybody else that's trying to do a work for God. I am not for that, and I'm against that, actually. <laughs> because that's not of God. That's not a spirit of the Lord right there. And what, what, why, why are you not out winning souls? Instead, you're typing on the internet about how somebody is so terrible and bashing them all day long. And, and what's this and what that is and all that. Just get out, get out and do the work. Let God handle all that. Amen? Amen and amen. All right. He says here, wherefore, if I come. John is writing to Gaius and he says, if I come, I will remember his deeds. Now think about this. I think of the apostle John as the guy that was, I'm just reminded of him, is the guy that was humble enough to not even say his own name in his gospel. And he's the guy that, you know, we, we picture laying on Jesus at the Last Supper. You know, I, don't, I don't see, I see a big difference between Peter and John. But yet he says, if I come, I'm going to tell him what's up. I'm going to remember his deeds. I'm going to take care of this thing. And here John, you know, he's of age at this point. He's, he's uh Brother Marion, can I pick on you a minute? Can you imagine Brother Marion coming? We had some rascal in a church, and he gets up here and takes his coat off and flexes his muscles a little bit, and he says, I'm a deacon of this church, and I'm going to take care of this. Now, he has the right to do that, and he has the authority to do that, praise God, as a deacon of this church and protect this place. But I just think that's kind of neat, like thinking of John that way. I just, I've never really pictured him that way. But he says, if I come, I'm going to remember his deeds. I'm not going to let this thing fly. Amen? There's some protection there as the man of God that he is protecting the church here. But it doesn't, if you consider the scripture, what did Jesus call James and John? Sons of thunder. That's right. He uses a word, and I have a hard time pronouncing it, something like Boanerges, Boanerges, I believe it is, which is the sons of thunder. It's in Mark chapter 3. And I wonder, why did he call them the sons of the sons? <laughs> the sons of thunder. Was it because they had a little temper about them? I mean, I mean, why else would you call somebody a son of thunder? I mean, I don't know. Do they were they able to get heated? Would they just or just sit back and rumble like I don't have any idea, but I have this I I just have this thought about it that, you know, that they're going to take care of business if, if some, you know, something comes down, all right? I don't know what all laughing is. Simmer down a little bit. I think that uh, we don't need to go that route. Amen. All right. So as we're, as we're going forward here, uh, praise God. John says, I will remember his deeds. Now, this is, this is Diotrephes and his deeds. Remember, Jesus said a tree is known by his what? His fruit. His fruits. Brother Martini. Everybody knows Brother Martini. If you don't love that guy, you got a problem. You know why? Because a tree is known by his fruit. That man's a servant of God right there. And he's got a servant's heart. And I've watched him for a year have a servant's heart. And he loves people and he cares for people and he knows God. Amen. Amen? And I am privileged to say that about my assistant pastor, Brother Martini, and his dear wife. Okay? He's known by his deeds. He's known by his fruit. 
And here, Diotrephes is also known. Why is it that there are some folks that are always having problems with other folks? We should consider that. What's the common denominator? Right? We're known by our deeds. We're known by our deeds. We're known by our fruit. Let's consider those things. Which he doeth. It says, prating, verse 10 now, prating against us with malicious words. The word prating is to be a babbler or a trifler. He's, uh, he's going around to berate uh, idly or, or mischiev- mischievously. So in other words, he's going around talking and whispering and gossiping things that are not truth but are meant to hurt John. Follow me now? There are people like that in the world today and in churches today that have an agenda. And if they cannot be in a certain place or they feel threatened, they are going to whisper things to cause harm to other people and make sure that that person is no longer a threat. It's wrong, it's sin, but that's what he's talking about here. When he's talking about prating, uh, it says they're prating against us with malicious words. Malicious is harmful. It's evil in, in effect or in influence. So he's going around and he's saying things to hurt this person and to get people to not trust him. Again, this is about John, really, and those who are with John. And we've seen it before. We've seen it in churches. We see these things happen. And uh, again, God's not in that. God's not in that. I kind of question this man's salvation. Is this guy really saved? Because the Holy Spirit's going to let him continue in this position like that? I, I, I wonder these things. I have to ask these questions. And he says here, and not content therewith, still verse 10, Neither doth he himself receive the brethren, and forbiddeth them that would, and casteth them out of the church. He's, he's threatened by other influences and other people's opinions and what they're, they're going to say. Listen, you know this because you, you're seeing it, but I, I, don't care, I don't mind one bit if Pastor Bain comes back and stands in this pulpit. I, I don't mind one bit if one of the assistant pastors is up here preaching. I don't mind one bit if any one of the deacons are up here. Why? Because we're all on the same team. We're all headed the same direction. Amen? And though personalities are different, and the way you might come about it's a little bit different, we're headed the same direction. We've got great unity in this place. And praise God for it. Praise God for it. Amen? That's the way it ought to be. That's the way it ought to be. I think Pastor Bain, honestly, I, man, he, I, he's awesome. He really is. I think he needs to write a book about how to step down from church. <laughs> I, think he, I think he needs to. Because there's a lot of people that don't know. And they do damage because they're worried about their image. You, you with me? Pastor Bain was not that way. It's not that way. I talk to him regularly and him and I uh, often, whether phone call or text or whatever, often. And he's, he's all about this place. And he's willing to help. And you know he stands in this pulpit and, and we tease each other back and forth, but, but you, you know we're on the same team. Amen? Amen. Let's keep going. Verse 11. Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. He that doeth good is of God, but he that doeth evil hath not seen God. John is basically saying here, he's, he's saying, Gaius, don't follow Diotrephes. 
Don't be influenced by him. You steer clear of that man because he is working evil. Beware, beware, beware. We ought, to, we ought to just say this for a moment. The Holy Spirit's saying here, even in a church, even in a church, you must choose your friends wisely. Amen. A church is a welcoming place, and there's a lot of people come in the church. There is a ton of people that ride the church bus. Not all of them are saved, and not everybody that comes to church is saved. You understand that? It doesn't matter. Even in a Christian school like MCA, which has been going for 50-some years, and it's awesome. You still have to, moms and dads have to be protective of their children who you're hanging out with. Why? Because not everybody's on the same page. Not everybody's saved. And this world is evil and it's influencing even Christian families. So let's be careful of these things. He gets into verse 12 and he says, Demetrius hath good report of all men. Here's the third name mentioned. The third name mentioned in this, in this letter here. And he says, Demetrius. Now, I'm, let me read the whole verse here. Demetrius hath good report of all men and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record, and ye know that our record is true. Demetrius. So John is told Gaius, don't hang with Diotrephes. Don't follow this guy. Don't be influenced by him. What he's doing is a work of evil. It's not right. It's not right. So then he says, instead of just leaving him hanging, he says, you're going to find a friend in Demetrius. Amen? You're going to find a friend in Demetrius. I don't think that's a wrong thing for mom and dad to say, you can't hang out with so-and-so, but you can hang out with this guy. Give him something. Amen? We, we understand we take something out of our life. We're struggling with something, maybe some sin. We remove this thing out of our life. You're, you're, maybe you're struggling with music and you, you know what's right and you know that you need to get rid of this junk in your life. Replace it with something. Replace it with what's good. Amen? Amen. And uh, Demetrius here. I, as I read this and as I was studying this, I kind of, I wonder here, I ask questions to myself, to the Lord as I'm studying. And I wonder, is Demetrius carrying this letter? Somebody had to carry it. Somebody had to take it from John to Gaius. And it says here, Demetrius hath good report of all men and of the truth itself. Yea, and we also bear record. As if I'm sending him to you, I know he's going to be an encouragement to you, and I think you're going to be good friends. So, just a thought there, something to chew on. The Bible doesn't tell us clearly that he's carrying it, but I wonder these things. And ye know that our record is true. Here's a man with a good reputation. Let's be reminded that it's a good thing to have a good reputation, a good testimony in the community and among our church. Amen? Amen. And I, I had, verse 13, I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto thee. But I trust I shall shortly see thee, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee, our friends. Salute thee. Greet the friends by name. He has a lot of things to write, but yet he only writes 14 verses. Isn't that what he said? I have a lot of things to write unto thee, but I will not. With ink and pen right under thee. 
And then he mentions here, I'm gonna, we're going to speak face to face, verse 14. I think this is another good aspect that God bring out here. There are some things that need to be handled face to face. I know we live in this world where, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend's breaking up over text message. What is that garbage? That's stupid or what? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that word from the pulpit? I just did. It's stupid. Right? Come on. Face to face. It's important. Okay? I've talked with this with my assistant. So there are some things that cannot be handled through a letter. There are some things that cannot be handled through a phone call. There are some things that should not ever be considered to be handled through a text. Why? Because when you're face to face, you hear the tone, you see the facial expressions, and you see the body language. And that's what John's saying here. I got a lot to tell you, and I got a lot to handle, but we need to handle it face to face. Amen? Because what happens is, as we read a text, and we assume. We hear this tone, but it might not be right. And we're just going with this thing and we're running and our mind's running even faster. And then we build ourselves this stronghold in our mind that we're hiding behind like, I can't believe they said that to me. And they were just talking about the clouds. <laughs> and, you, and, and we take it like, it, you understand what I'm saying there, we can read things wrong in these things. Now, sometimes it's important to write a letter instead of, uh, instead of talk to somebody if you're going to have trouble with that person. And you need to just say something. You need to apologize or whatever the case is. Maybe you need to write a letter. But there's a lot of things that need to be handled face to face. Amen? Amen. We need to understand. God put that in there for a reason. He says here uh, that he's going to see him shortly. And then he says, peace be to thee, our friends salute thee. So those, the people with John are saluting Gaius. And then he says, greet the friends by name. Okay, in other words, let them all know, call their name out, let them know that I love them, I'm praying for them, and I'm looking forward to seeing them. Okay, and uh, the Lord was the same way in in John chapter 10. The Bible says he calleth his own sheep by name. I wish I could do better with names. I'm trying hard. Uh, but there are just some people that I still ain't got names in this church. I've been here a year. And I'm trying. I'm so trying. And it would really help if you'd put your picture on Breeze so that when I look up your name, I can see your face and say, oh, yeah, that name goes with that face. That's really helpful. Uh, but anyways, I got most of you. Amen. Amen. All right. But, uh, uh, but I'm trying. So anyways, greet folks by name. Praise God and praise God. Hey, we finished the book. Woo! 14 verses. Praise the Lord. I'm excited. Man, you're more excited about finishing the book than your Bible study. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, we're going to have a great, great day on Sunday. You know why? 